I'm Daniel Kwan. I'm Agatha Chang. And I'm Amar Ijaz. And we're the co-hosts of Asians Represent. We explore cultural stereotypes in games, new and old, and how we can overcome them to make the gaming industry more equitable by talking to entertainers, scholars, educators, activists, and designers. While doing this, we're also going to have some fun with actual play content like our Masks New Shambhala miniseries and our ongoing Dungeons and Da Asians campaign. Most importantly, we're highlighting the contributions of a new generation of Asian creators who are making the gaming market a place we feel represented. Their creations and unique experiences play a transformative role in turning the gaming scene into a place we can love and trust again. So check us out by subscribing to Asians Represent on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the femme, explain them to you. If there's a thing you want to explain, these two feminists can entertain. Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the Femsplain Show. Femsplain! Good morning. <laughs> Don't lie to our listeners, Avalon. This is a rare evening, but I'm drinking tea. Oh, you are? I, I'm drinking I mean, I always wine, am. But yeah, oh. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, well, I'm, I'm a little sleepy from all the sea air that I got today. I'm so excited that you got to experience the outdoors and mm-hmm. air. That's yeah. nice. It was nice. I, you know, we go outside, quote unquote, to, uh, you know, walk Sam and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's still just Brooklyn. And like, yeah, there's no, it's not it the doesn't same. feel like I'm in nature. No, you're not. Anything. You're not in nature. You're <laughs> no. out of doors. I'm out of doors, though. Yes. Um, and you know what? There's not even an aspect to Brooklyn that was very, like, nature watching like there used to be. Like, the people watching in New York has really mm. gone downhill because, mm-hmm. like, you used to be able to go outside in Brooklyn and just, like, wait a while and then, like, see a couple break up. Uh, or, like, yeah. you know see some some kids have a a a a fun new game that they just invented that involves throwing rocks at each other you know like you just get to you get to see things but not anymore you don't see anything Whew! i don't i don't want to live where you are i know all the (laughs) couples that were gonna break up broke up in may it's true Uh, there's gotta be a, a, a wave coming up of people who fast forwarded their relationship because of covid that yes. can't pretend anymore yes like there, that's that gonna be wave that wave is gonna happen once like once things really open up oh, okay. and then they have the opportunity to see other people and they're right. gonna be like oh wait we only did this because we were forced to oh for sure <laughs> yeah hugely yeah well mm. um hi listeners this hi is listeners podcast you're listening to a podcast you are you clicked on it you're listening to it this is fem explained uh the podcast where the fems have the mics and everybody else is welcome to listen laugh and learn with us yes i'm not gonna uh, say it. 
that's all right. You're 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 not obligated to. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So last week, what was last week? Last week was a homework episode. Homework. Yeah. Last week was homework episode. Uh, but we can't talk about it too much because nope. that is a Patreon only right now. Uh-huh. So um, in about a month, you'll all hear what we were up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it was home. good. I'm being told it was a good episode. It was. It was very fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've got a new topic for you today. Um, but uh, has nerd culture done anything for you lately, Avalon? Um, nerd culture uh, gave me WandaVision, which I've mm-hmm. completed. I'm hoping that you also have completed. I'm not going to say anything about I did. it because it's cried. too recent. You cried? Yeah, so did yeah, Francis. I cried. And I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Francis and I but I could feel the the pressure to cry like I could tell that he didn't understand why I wasn't crying and I felt uncomfortable but I didn't even not even a little bit I love that you and I like Francis and I are the the like emotional hair trigger in the relationship mm-hmm. and you and you and marty are the stone walls oh was marty just, a stone wall yeah um i mean it was good yeah, it was very good but yeah i cried um yeah. the last couple episodes but it was fantastic i will not do any spoilers for that yeah um but yeah great so great uh piece of yes wandavision anything else nerd culture oh my god i, I so yeah this is is not the time for me to talk about this have you ever watched outlander no what's that the fucking worst (laughs) it is like a like a soft core book series for for gentle ladies about a woman who travels back in time and gets to fuck like a Scottish Highlander guy. What the are you kidding? No. That's not real. Yeah, it was a book series, and then it, it's like a very, it's like a pretty popular TV show. And so I've watched this show, and every season it is the most horrendously problematic thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, by the premise alone, it sounds like the setup to a joke that people look over their shoulders before telling. Oh, Diana, it's so much worse. Um, So anyway, the new season just came out, so I've been watching it. And it is just like new levels of of a problem. Oh, no, I'm so... That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Wow. I'm not even... I don't know why I'm... I mean, I watch a lot of things that I don't know why I'm watching, but this show, god damn. Yeah, it's because so we circled the drain. Bad. Yeah. Anyway, that's what nerd culture has done for me. It's what it's done to you. I was yeah. excited to get you here get to hear you talk about burlesque, which you haven't talked about a lot recently. <gasps> I miss it so um, much. I'm so it was glad. Nice. That Sarah Donner party Quarantina Palooza had me as a guest, uh, and I got to talk about it. I wanted, although starting to talk about it though, I was then like, "Well, I want to talk about this for ten more hours." So how dare you? I could tell. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I was very excited because I think like the last time we we talked about it was during a, um, either a podcast or a stream, like 
toward yeah. the like start of COVID. And I, I was just, it was nice to, to hear you talk about it. Yeah, I miss it. So, yeah. uh, but I'm in, I'm in talks with Celeste about doing a little <gasps> bit of a burlesque talk showy kind of thing. So yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So I'm hoping. Okay. I, we're both on board. It's just that we've been non-committal about. Well, sure. The it's date. A lot of, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lots of undertakings and stuff. But I'm yeah. happy about that. Yeah. So. So that's yes, that's what nerd, nerd culture has done for me. What has it done for you? Um, let's see. Uh, also, WandaVision was a delight. Um, and also and forever, I'm infatuated with Stardew Valley. I got married. <gasps> I got <laughs> to who? To Harvey. I, we're going to get divorced. Don't worry. Um, Why? Why do it? Well, you know, sometimes he feeds the chickens. Um, Damn, Diana, that's so depressing. <laughs> Last time I talked to you, you said you weren't into it anymore with him. I wasn't, and I still am not. But you know what? That's life. It was, yeah, that's life. That's life in Stardew Valley. It's really yeah. cutthroat. Now you got dual um, income. I mean, and now? you can tolerate a lot for dual income. Yeah. is is that Does that happen? No. No, that doesn't happen. But in uh, real life, it does. In real life, it does. Uh, but no, instead, he just stares at my stove all day. And mm. I, it really freaks me out, to be honest. Um, yeah. But tomorrow is the spring dance. And I am going to ask someone else to dance with me. <gasps> Cause a real scandal around town. <laughs> I, can you? Yeah. Ah, oh, you'll have to keep me posted. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Uh, so there's that. The other thing is that, and I got to talk about this before I fucking explode, is that I'm, it, it, this is a show I never watched, but was a huge cultural phenomenon. And I didn't watch it for certain reasons. And now because of the circling of the drain, we are watching it. And it is The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, and I have so many opinions about why this show is not great, <laughs> like mm-hmm. in a in many ways. Um, and it's causing me a lot of like tension and stress. But I have gotten like to the point where now I need to know what happens, you know, so we're going to stick it out. I think that the one thing it does very well is it shows how people of different levels of privilege in an oppressive situation will like weaponize what little they have against people below them. Um, Like namely all the affluent women in the in the society. Um, But we just got to a point where they like sort of imply that like the leftists are at fault for all of this and I was like oh god okay well sure um maybe that doesn't sound like anything remotely comparable to real life but okay Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of causing me a lot of like (sighs) frustration plus like it is non-stop like women torture 
visuals yep. like just constant. it's nonstop. yeah <laughs> it's nonstop. uh so that's not necessarily nerd culture but it's what's consumed me yeah recently yeah. yeah, I watched a bit of it, and it wasn't that I announced to myself, like, I don't want to watch this anymore, but I just kind of didn't watch it anymore <laughs> at one point. And it was a smart decision. And it was okay with me. I've read it, so I also feel kind of like I know where it's going, and I get it, and I don't need also the visuals. Yeah, that's very fair. Yeah. Also, I don't like that actress. Um, I think she's fine. The the actress that, that was also in uh-huh. um yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I think she's uh, I think she's totally fine, she's but fine. she's a Scientologist and I don't think that we should have to deal with that anymore. I don't really? think we should have to pretend like she's not a Scientologist. Yeah. She's a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah, fuck her. Oh god. Yeah, exactly. Awful. Yeah. I so. um yeah. Wow. Uh man, god damn. I uh I I I do like I'm I'm really interested in like the plight of um, the Gilmore girl and I'm really just watching for for her at this I forgot she was in that yeah 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 um <laughs> I'm, I'm there for, I'm there to find out what happens to, to her and um Moira also the mm-hmm. um uh actress was also in um Orange is the New Black um mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those two stories. So a, a lot of side characters that I'm more invested in than the yeah. main character. Um, yeah. So there's that. All right. Sorry. <sighs> <coughs> I'm dying today. I don't know why I'm dying. No, Avalon. That's all right. Oh, one other thing. I'm going to I'm going to just shove this in here and show it to you, even though it, this, is a, this is not. It shove it uh and this isn't this is a podcast which is not a visual medium it is but a video, I, visual medium yeah for us it is so deal mm-hmm. with it listeners so there's this um i don't know if i've shown you but like my my like D home game stuff and like all my prep stuff is like just a pile of like crumply <laughs> note uh uh index cards no it's, but i believe that yeah it's really bad yeah. um so I got this thing, which is like a really cute leather book mm-hmm. with like uh uh like all these insertable writable cards that fit oh. into it. And so I've been going through and putting all of like the magic items that I like cute. give in there and like custom spells and all the stuff that like is not canon that I, you know, I can't get from somewhere else that I have written around and getting that's it there. super so it's cute been nice yeah i like it you saying that reminds me of the fact that like four months ago i saw some dice on etsy that i really liked and reminded me of you and then i bought them and then you got hundreds of free dice <laughs> and i was <laughs> like well that's the worst present but I gave them to you anyway. <laughs> I liked them. I, I mean, them it's so like oh, there's nothing in the world that you need less than these dice. <laughs> <laughs> so I I love them. You're and they welcome. Are very special. And they came they came with like a a escort of a hundred socks. Yeah, you're welcome for that too. <laughs> the worst Christmas present ever. You get all of our used socks. No, we never worn them. But we got so Francis probably already told you, but the no, he did not. I would love to know this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna abbreviate the story because 
part of it is too personal. I uh, <laughs> wanted to get Francis a nerdy stocking stuffer and I couldn't really find anything. And then I saw that Target had like crackers, Christmas crackers, and in each one was a pair of socks with like retro video games on it. And I was like, that's perfect. So I bought it. And then I remembered he got the same thing last year with game or two years ago with Game of Thrones socks from a relative. And they're the little ankle socks and they don't fit him. So oh, yeah. it came in the mail and I was like, why did I buy this? So then we were just like, well, we don't know what to do with all of these <laughs> video game <laughs> so you socks. Sent them to me. And it was not my idea. And, and so Francis was sending you the dice that I was too ashamed to send you. And then he just threw a bunch of socks <laughs> you for the worst christmas present of all time and this robe Mm. that i've this robe that you you bought yeah i (laughs) i bought and sent to you and you paid the postage to send back to me so Uh i appreciate that well now we have matching Um, robes yeah we have matching robes i Mm. love this um especially because um my (laughs) i I apologize, but a family member for Christmas bought me a robe and didn't get to look at it first before sending it to me. And it says proud mama on the back. So I <laughs> so that's the robe that I've been wearing is <laughs> like it has like <laughs> proud Send mama me that one. In, <laughs> in cursive. <laughs> How did they manage to and b- it's- buy that? Yeah, I'd, yeah, it was just, you know, probably <laughs> just like, oh, it looks really comfy and uh, just uh, stuck it in a bag. Uh-huh. It's also very slutty. It's a slutty robe. It's like very short. I love it, like, that. It barely goes like, and I'm a short you? person. You're very uh, short. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's very risque robe. Are you sure it's not like a blouse? Like how when I wear capri pants, they're just pants. Exactly. Yes. yes. Oh, I need to know more about this slutty proud mama robe. I really appreciate all of those things. And I do like the dice. And I actually, I really do like the socks. I have not worn socks in like a year. Because like every time a, a pair of socks goes missing, I don't, I don't replace them. It's like, you know. Are you wearing shoes that, that require socks? I don't know. Define require. Do they lace up? No. Okay. Yeah. Are they so. boots? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, 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 I appreciate it. Genuinely. Sometimes you tell me things about your life that haunt me. I know, like how I don't. <laughs> and wash I don't my know. Face. <laughs> and I don't know how to recover. You literally have glued glitter to your mouth. You must. Yeah take it off it'll live out its natural course and come off when the gods say that it's time to come off it'll come off as you eat gradually (laughs) you'll eat it (laughs) it's just it's a process diana what is the topic today well i'm not sure there is a topic and i think you're just buying time no let's get francis in here i'm actually excited about francis's mansplain minute of course i won't get to hear it till later Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, <laughs> but there is a topic. Francis, take it away. In a man's
putting one minute on the man watch and go. Snick. Saturday Night Nick. Well, I didn't watch very much Snick, because you see, even in my youth, I was mature. Refined tastes, well beyond my years. Also, my mom did not allow us to watch certain cable channels, because we were Presbyterian. So instead of watching Keenan and Kel on Saturday night, I tuned into Seventh Heaven on Sunday night, followed by Touched by an Angel, followed by, if I was really lucky and allowed to stay up till 10 p.m., Diagnosis Murder, starring the incomparable Dick Van Dyke as a hometown doctor who solves murder mysteries. Do I regret missing out on cultural touchstones like Clarissa Explains It All or The Secret World of Alex Mack? No, because I had the secret world of Monica and Tess, the angels, from Touched by an Angel. I do kind of feel weird about watching all that Seventh Heaven, though. And this has been your Mansplain Minute. So, Avalon... You remember in an early episode of Femsplained, your topic was Toonami. It was a, it was a great episode. I think it was it was probably our first good episode, uh, and it was a great. I think topic. it was the first episode. It was like the second or third, maybe. Oh. Yeah, because Dungeons was the first and Dragons oh. was the first one. Okay, um, so. I decided tonight that I wanted to to femsplain the the show lineup that that was my tsunami, uh-huh. uh, the equivalent, and by equivalent I mean like probably much much worse, but still very special to me, and that was Snick, which I'm sure you know, but oh no. <laughs> What? Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> Are you going to say uh, like Snick circa like 2010 or something? No. Oh, OK. No. First of all, I think Snick went out of circulation in 2005. Uh, is It became over. Actually, no. Earlier than that. Two, 1999. I thought it had a resurgence with um, like iCarly and stuff like that. They. OK. So, so they had a resurgence with something called, I think, Teen Nick, which is past mm. my, my time. Good. I, Good. I don't know. I did watch iCarly. Of course, I watched you all sure of did. iCarly. Um, but that was different. I had depression. You had to watch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair. Whatever sparked joy. And, you know, it was just good, good fun. Uh, but no. When when I was a kid in uh, in the 90s for for like, I think almost all of the 90s, I think it was like early 90s to right up until 2000. uh, Every Saturday night, there was a Saturday night lineup of Nickelodeon shows and it changed frequently. like whatever the lineup was it didn't have like a set like this is what our lineup is here are these shows it just rapidly um rotated but it was some of the best television and it was quote unquote like geared towards nickelodeon's older audience mm-hmm. so like i don't know anybody in their teens that still watched nickelodeon no um but no, 
<laughs> no, I, no, I mean, I agree. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but it was, for me, very special because I, up until a very awkward age, was not allowed out of the house. Uh, like, I did not, I was not allowed to have weekend plans oh. uh, until I was much, much, much older. So, for me, Saturday night was the SNCC marathon. Yeah, I was very excited about my my SNCC. Um, Did you have a SNCC snack? um, Yeah, I would like, I would like face an entire like jumbo family sized bag of potato chips with Mm. uh, my my quote unquote special dip, which I still Mm. eat to this day, which is just salsa from a can and uh-huh. cream cheese mixed together. Oh, that's probably good. It's very good. It's, it's delicious. It's a little weird to me, but I think it would taste good. Mm-hmm. Tastes good. It's not anything, but it, is t- <laughs> it, t- it tastes good. <laughs> Just stuff that was in the house yeah. that I would mix together and then shovel into my mouth, and that was it. that was what it was. So what... Which SNCC shows were your best, your top? So I I, I kind of lost my feel for it around when Roundhouse started getting added to the mix because I didn't, I don't know. I don't I really don't remember know. Roundhouse. Yeah, me either. Um, but the best, the absolute best was when Keenan and Kel – and all that were back to back. Uh-huh. Uh The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Mm. Um, and I liked Rocco's Modern Life and stuff like that. That was on Snick. Yeah. For for a while it was like Doug Rugrats, Rocco's Modern Life, and the Ren and Stimpy show. Which That's not I Snick. That's just cartoons. <clears throat> yeah, but that was the Snick lineup. Oh. Um like for a while hmm. uh, because and I think it was because like the kids that were watching that when they were kids were growing up and they mm. needed to put it on the later timeline so that we could watch it um, and still be cool or whatever. I don't know. Interesting. Because I thought Snick was all live action. No. In fact, one of my favorite Nickelodeon shows of all time Is was Kablam. Ex- was Kablam. Yeah. Yep. Kablam I was, yeah, I was going to say with the exception the of Kablam. Shit. Oh, so good. Kablam's the best. Kablam was the best. Yeah. Variety show. Listeners, if you have not seen Kablam, look up an episode of Kablam. It was so funny and so supremely weird. Yeah. I think so much of my weirdness is is <laughs> inspired by the fact that I was watching shows that had no point with no <laughs> plot or lesson or anything and it was just like what if a himbo <laughs> what, <laughs> what if a naked superhero doll was a himbo and came to life at night and knew how to use a grappling hook and used it to scale yeah. the kitchen to steal some baked beans to defeat an evil pie like that's that's what i was watching <laughs> At night. Kablam was so good. I liked 
is it life with loopy mm-hmm. it was one of the shorts there's like a really yep. surreal one where she her goldfish gets flushed down the toilet and then she yes. goes after it yep i remember weird. this one and the goldfish the dead goldfish like want her to stay and live with them in the sewers yes yeah yep, yep. really stuck uh, with me prometheus and bob great <gasps> yeah prometheus, prometheus and bob. bob silent no words no words no. needed none needed hilarious so what is the one i'm thinking of i can think of the the offbeats that's what it was yeah yeah and um and like the the, the whole thing was hosted by these like two mm-hmm. characters in a car in a in a comic book strip who could like travel through the comic book which i thought was very cute um so so yeah i love that uh, eventually i think are you afraid of the dark got added to the lineup too for, i remember for it, it was it always closed it out yeah it was yeah. always on the latest block um but yeah but yeah keenan and kel followed by all that was like if i could not do anything else on a saturday if i mm-hmm. could watch those two shows back to back yeah 100 percent <clears throat> Yeah, I think um, my ultimate lineup would be Kablam, Keenan and Kel, all that. Are you afraid of the dark? Yep. Uh, and then um, I think also other ones got added too. Like uh, Clarissa explains it all was a part of it at some point. Oh yeah, they had Alex Mack was part of it. Alex right? Mack, yes, Alex Solid. Mack was part of oh, it too. Oh, and Alan Strange. Probably you're probably yeah probably. Hundred Deeds for Eddie McDowd also. <laughs> I think about that a lot. Whenever I'm I, naked in front uh, of a dog, I think about that show. Yes. Yeah. 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 We all uh, have that problem. <laughs> that's, that's something Nickelodeon is to blame for. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I loved, I was very, I don't know why. I've never, I'm never a like a quote unquote like brand loyalist, mm-hmm. but I was like vehemently like a Nickelodeon child. Yeah. Like I did not watch the Disney Channel. Like I yeah. was very adamant that Nickelodeon was the only programming <laughs> there was to be watching. That's fair. I was pretty Nickelodeon loyal for a while and then Sailor Moon pulled me over to Cartoon Network. Mhm. But Nickelodeon was making some solid TV. What are your feelings on the Amanda show? Um I loved it. I do wish that uh, she had stayed with all that, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's just it's a lot to do a variety show like mm-hmm. all centered around like one person. That's yeah. just too much. It's too much to to put on poor Amanda Bynes shoulders. And I really liked her. I was yeah. very much a big fan of her. And I still am, actually. I just, you know, she sure is going through unfortunate horrors of probably being a child actor um uh but i i did like the show i liked the dancing lobsters in the in the in the courtroom bit i liked that quite quite a lot i liked it i liked it at the time but then i remember thinking that i got i was getting sick the bits a little bit well, yeah, it was yeah. very much bits. Yeah, after like constant, but bits. just like the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, you needed all that to kind of balance out. Yeah, all that was so good. So I, good. um, I, I still think about Lori Beth, ben, uh, Lori Beth 
Denberg like from time to time mm-hmm. and just want her to yell at me and tell me <laughs> like just just be mean and I, clever at the same time. I definitely liked Keenan and Kel on it <laughs> the most. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I can't remember because I always watched Keenan and Kel and then all that like right after one another. I can't remember what like which one pizza face was a part of. But that was I was that was my one of my. Favorites. Yeah, I think that was all that. <laughs> the pizza face bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked um, Repair Man, Man, Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked it when Keenan and Kel were old men. Yes. Oh, yeah. Always funny. Yeah. Always good. Um, and it just, I don't know why, it just makes my heart happy that Keenan Thompson is like still the star of, <laughs> yeah. of SNL. <laughs> like, yeah, that jump is outrageous to me. It, it's almost too perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, because I, I don't know, but the height of comedy to me is mm-hmm. everyday French with Pierre Escargo. Yeah. Just it, that's all comedy needed to be was just these words sound funny. <laughs> that's it. Uh, the end. Yeah. I felt Perfect. like he was having so much fun in that, especially when, when the camera would start to cut away and, and the voiceover was like, this has been blah, blah, blah. And then he, you would just see him just playing in the tub for probably five seconds but i just remember thinking he looked like he was having the most fun <laughs> oh my god it'd be so great um to just like be there for some of that yeah um but yeah that was my saturday night every single week when i was like a tween and then embarrassingly also into my teenage years it was just like better Better be there in time to watch Snick. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I um, was, but are you afraid of the dark? What are your feelings? Are you afraid of the dark? I weirdly loved it despite being afraid of literally everything. Same, same. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I liked it. Um, it, it had creepier stuff that stuck with me mm-hmm. than like Goosebumps, which was also like kind of yeah. around at the time. Yeah. Uh, but Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like really scared me. I, I will never forget. There was just one story that they told about like a girl who froze to death because she got stuck in a log while playing hide and seek with her dad in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. And like her ghost haunted the woods and they had to like go and find her ghost and pull her body out of the log it was like i just will never forget it yeah uh and and like the ghost of the girl had like this horrible like like high-pitched voice which is like i'm cold oh no it's like oh my god yeah uh and uh yeah so that messed me up uh but i but still i liked it because at the end they were all just telling a story around a campfire. It's fine. Make pretend. I don't know if it being it having a frame story made it less scary for me. It 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 did cuz nothing ever nothing there were no never any consequences like yeah. to anything. Like it was always like okay and now we're at the campfire, we're making jokes and like ooh, Billy's scared. <laughs> and then we get when then we leave. That's yeah. all. Yeah, I know that there were a few episodes that really fucked me up at the time, but I'm not remembering them specifically. There was one where 
a couple of kids. I think I think it was the 13th floor. Yeah. In the apartment building and the kids like have to do all these weird puzzles from aliens and stuff. And at yeah. the end, you find out that one of the two kids is an alien. Yeah. That really scared me a lot. Yeah, really. I honestly like we should not have been watching it. No, because uh, I also remember <laughs> watching it and my parents had gone to bed and I had the living room and the TV to myself. And so I was like all alone watching it in the dark. and It was really scary. So scary. <sighs> Do you know, like this is not related to Snick, but is related to Nickelodeon. But I don't know if I've ever told you that. um I was once on a commercial for Slime Time Live. <laughs> Why? Um, because I got slimed. <gasps> <laughs> where? <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of those things where, um, you know how you're walking around and you get slimed. Um, I... I was in, um, I was just at Nickelodeon Studios on a, like a vacation with my parents when I was a kid. Uh, and we went to this, you know, live episode of Slime Time Live, mm -hmm. uh, like a taping. And they didn't pull me up to be a contestant. But like after the show, they were like, we just need a couple extra kids to get slimed. <laughs> and I put my hand up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, they put you in a little plastic poncho uh, and then they slime you. Ugh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I went to Universal for the first time when I was maybe 12 or 13. And I wanted so badly to be slimed and or on some kind of a recording of something slime related. Mm. And I went and I went and sat in the kids section where they would pick from people and I was like a solid six inches to a foot taller than all the other kids. And I had just gotten <laughs> boobs. Oh. And I remember in that moment being like, my childhood has passed. I <gasps> am too old to be over here. They're not going to pick me for anything. I look weird and awkward over here. Avalon. Yeah. And that I remember. <laughs> I know. At the very end, they were like, OK, kids in the bleacher section. Don't get up and leave until a parent comes over. So you have to stay sitting in that seat until your parent comes and gets you. And my, I had gone with my dad and like he was, he made a point in like a genuinely funny way to like be the last one to come over because I wasn't allowed to stand up yet. <laughs> um, and so there's like a picture of me just kind of like hunched over, not allowed to get up off the features, <laughs> clearly going through puberty. Like, Unlike literally. all of the other children around me. <laughs> That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So I find it uh, like. Like very interesting, like going back and relearning about the 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 SNCC lineups, because one, I was under the impression. Uh, that SNCC like stood for something yeah like that it was an full acronym or something oh, like that no it's just saturday nick it's saturday it? night nickelodeon, saturday night nickelodeon which 
There's only one N there. It's yeah, S you're right. Nick. It it's it's bad. It is <laughs> they bad. Did that. It's lazy. Um, but um, but what I went, I went to go and like, like try to to see if I could see if there were shows I didn't recall uh, that were ever a part of this, and I just see that like one night. October 29th, 1994, <laughs> SNCC lineup was just Ah uh, Real Monsters. Oh, just for that Halloween? one night. Just that one night. Uh, I guess so. Um, and uh, for for one year, Animorphs was a part of it, too. Ooh, for I that remember one, that. Yeah. yeah, for that one year that Animorphs was happening. <sighs> It's weird I, when they would have, aside from Are You Afraid of the Dark, it's weird for them to have a, a drama. Yeah. Because, well, no, because I guess The Secret World of Alex Mack was a drama. Was not a drama in the same way, but yes, you're right. Ish, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, was Clarissa Explains It All on there? It was, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Again, this was just different two time hours? periods. It was just two hours. Because in my mind, all of these shows were playing in the same block. That's how I remember it, too. But no, it just changed really frequently. I mean, the lineup changed like every year. Wow. (laughs) To a different lineup. Yeah. Uh, Space Cases was on it. Ren and Stimpy was on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, 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 Um. What am I think? Uh, Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete was on it. For I a think time. that Ren and Stimpy and Pete and Pete were before I started watching it. Because I remember always feeling like people would talk about Pete and Pete and I had never seen it and I kind of missed it. And then Ren and Stimpy, I did not like. I thought it was gross. It's very gross. Yeah. P- uh, yeah. Ren and Stimpy um, and Rocco's Modern Life. And later on, the Angry Beavers that popularized like this way of drawing cartoons that made them horrific, mm. like that, like zoomed in, like bulging eyeballs and like, like, like yeah. pussy hairs and like, like pores and stuff like that. That stuff made me nauseous. I agree, but I am going to push back that I don't think Angry Beavers was that. Because I really I, liked Angry Beavers, and I think they might have done that occasionally, but I don't think it was grotesque in the way that Rocco or Ren and Stimpy were. Probably. I didn't, yeah, probably. That was a little bit later on. I don't know if I watched it enough to, like, say that it was really like that on par yeah. with the other two. I just remember a couple of scenes, but I just hated that. I did, too. And on Cartoon Network, what was it? Cow and Chicken was like that, and I hated it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Just, just it's gross. Why? It's gross. It's gross yeah. and weird. Uh, and I hated it because I really liked uh, uh, Rocco's Modern Life as a show. And then they would do that, and it would make me feel regret for or watching. Or remember it. when they made more Rocco's Modern Life, like in the last year or two? They they either made like a movie or something. Something else Rocco's Modern Life happened recently. Probably. I I don't remember. Yeah. But and yeah. I tried to. <laughs> watch it and I turned it off after like 30 seconds because I yeah I bet flashing back to me how gross I thought that show was oh it was so gross um but I 
remember um i remember this one episode that will always stick with me of Rocco's modern life it was one of my favorites where i think Rocco gets i think his appendix first of all Rocco's modern life an australian wallaby <laughs> Mm-hmm. An Australian immigrant wallaby living in America. <laughs> like, what a fucking premise for a show for children. Um, and I think that he needs to get, like, either his tonsils or his appendix taken out or something. And he goes in to have surgery. And his tonsils, like, start talking to him in his dreams. And they're like, no, don't take us out, Rocco. <laughs> or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, and... And then at the end of the episode, Heifer, the cow, yeah. was just like, I'll get liposuction while I'm here. And then yes. his like floating fat sack like in the sky was like, goodbye, Heifer. Uh, <laughs> yes. It, like floats off. Uh, and of course, like it's another one of those shows where like nothing carries over. So at the start yeah. of the new episode, it's just clean slate. Um, but I just that will always, that will always yeah. stick with me. The visuals of that are are haunting, truly. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Do you do you have a do you have any favorites from from Snick from that? I mean, Kablam for Kablam. sure. Kablam! I love yeah. Kablam. I loved Kablam. It yeah. was so good. Uh, it, it, there was good music. There was like, um. There was like stop motion. There was like all this mm-hmm. cool, cool. There's a lot shit of stuff going on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I want to rewatch Kablam. Yeah, I think that that's your homework. Obviously, is cool, to rewatch cool. some Kablam. Uh, very easy homework. Uh, Action League now. Yes. All right, Action League now. Prometheus and and Bob. Um, um, the one you mentioned, what was the one you mentioned? Life was Loopy. Life with Loopy. Yes. And, and Sniz and Fondue. Uh, I, that sounds familiar, but I can't picture it. It's like the, ch- the like cartoon chef and like the, the, um, the two roommates, one has a Mohawk and the other one is like nervous uh, oh, I don't remember chef. that at all. Yeah, it was very I gotta, like. I gotta see it. It's very um, Bert and Ernie, like the uh, one one <gasps> anal retentive yes, yes, yes. partner okay. and and this. a yeah <laughs> the troublemaker, um, uh, and it was just so good. Uh, who? What were the hosts' names? That's what Henry I, and June. Henry and June. I have a pin where I had a pin somewhere that was Henry and June um, that I, I I think I lost at some point. I'm very oh, sad about that it. That would be a really cool pin to have. I know. Every once in a while, very rarely, someone would be like, is that Kablam? <laughs> like, yes. Wikipedia for uh, Kablam brought me to Angela Anaconda. And I thought that that sounded familiar but now yes yeah angela anaconda oh my god i do remember that yes wow that just unlocked a memory for me genuinely i did not okay hold on okay though we need to talk about this yes innocently i am scrolling through oh no 
the Wikipedia for Kablam. Yes. Just minding my own business. And Wikipedia tells me that Misha Barton was an actress in Kablam. And if I don't find out what the fuck she was playing in Kablam, I'm going to freak out. There's, there's nothing on her on her Wikipedia page about this. Zero. Misha Barton, for, for reference, is the worst actress in the world. She was the <laughs> star of the OC. Oh, I remember. <laughs> uh, for the first three seasons. But it's telling me that she was in this and I can't figure out if I'm being lied to. And I need I need to. Her need Wikipedia to says she voiced a character on it. It does? I do not see it. In the I'm opening not... Oh, there it is. Yeah. Voicing a character. A character, yeah. It could be. That is not enough for me. I don't <laughs> understand. Hold on. Betty Ann Bongo. Oh. On the offbeats. On the offbeats, yeah. All right. Thank wow. goodness. Thank God wow. that was on there. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> Did not expect to see that. I especially did not expect to see that in like the five voice actresses that actually got credited here. Yeah, agree. The like, are we kidding? Um, but okay. So, do you remember? And I had mentioned them briefly earlier, but now I'm interested in these live action dramas. Do you have a good memory of Hundred Deeds for Eddie McDowd? No, I did not watch it. Yeah, that's your homework. No. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I I mean, yes, but there's no reason for me to say that. It was just such a weird premise to me. What was the premise for that show again? A jerk kid gets hit by a car, question mark? Or he fucks with the wrong guy and he gets (laughs) (laughs) turned turned into a dog Mm -hmm. who can talk to one boy. And he has to do a hundred good deeds in order to get his old body back. Oh my god, that sounds <laughs> so <laughs> awful. Yeah, I think it's the same premise as. Is it my name is Earl? There was a like a sitcom, a basic cable that was the same idea. Basically, where it's just in order to reform oneself, you have to do a list of good deeds but uh yeah it was just very silly i remember specifically that the little boy that he could talk to had you know kind of like a a a mean older sister and i always felt really weird about the dog and the sister's relationship because she thought it was a regular dog what was the relationship like I don't remember. Maybe I was just obsessed with the fact that he must inevitably see her naked at some point. <laughs> but I was really that creeped out normal. about the sister specifically. Yeah. Um, wow. That. That sounds awful. Yeah. Um, I do you know what is weird is that like thinking back on on Snick is that it's this two hours of time Mm -hmm. and so much went into like the like the advertising for it the programming of it like the the marketing of it 
like to the point where SNCC itself had its own like logos and mascots like the mm-hmm. that big orange couch big orange thing. couch big orange couch was just for those two hours of tv yeah. and it like, i remember promos where it was like the big orange couch could come to your town yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh it never did though it never came no. to anyone's town no, no. <laughs> why where where did it go? Where I mean, I imagine going? it probably went somewhere on Long Island. It must have gone to your town. Uh, probably. Yeah, it definitely didn't come to my town. No, it wouldn't. I'm sorry. No. Uh, oh. My, oh. No, 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 no. You you go first, and then I have a, a new tangent. To I was on. just going to say that I remember ritualistically preparing my snack for Snick. Which was just popcorn and iced tea. <laughs> but during the summer, I would make sun tea. And so on Saturday, it was like, I got to make sure I get that sun tea outside by 9 a.m. So that it would be ready for snack. Avalon, what is sun tea? Sun tea is what you make in the South. Where you just put a pitcher of water with tea bags outside. And it gets hot enough during the day that it steeps. And then you drink iced tea brewed by the sun. I uh, I I learn something new every day. Yeah, uh, I love that. Yeah, um, it sounds very it sounds very good. It yeah, very it tastes good. the same, but it's novel. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, didn't want to say that, same. but no, it's, it's the, the same. same. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so so okay, so here's. The novel part about Snick because it was very entertaining. It was great. But the novel part about it was that every other channel, including Nickelodeon on every other day of the week, had a philosophy that young people were either not up or not home on like during the evenings. So all of their programming switched to like programming for older adults um like as soon as it turned you know 7 p.m mm-hmm. uh and that was like nickelodeon did it on like every other night but also like i think cartoon network did it uh and like nbc did it and um cbs and like all these other channels would switch to the golden girls or like oh, you yeah. know um like just programming for adults and snick <laughs> was like an edgy like it's someone is someone's corporate vision of being edgy mm-hmm. was being like no we're going to make night programming for tweens yes <laughs> we're going to be the rebels of this industry <laughs> and i i just like to imagine what that boardroom conversation was it was like. definitely like the proto adult swim yeah 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 for sure but i actually kind of lump my experience viewing nick at night in with snick because as i mentioned before since i was the only one who was staying up watching tv no one would know that i would stay up just a little bit later past are you afraid of the dark? And I would Ooh, and watch, watch I Love Lucy like exactly. a dirty girl. <laughs> yeah, which started <laughs> my obsession with Laverne and Shirley. 
They're worth being obsessed over. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember being obsessed with Laverne and Shirley in like the fourth grade. They had a great little opening ditty. That yeah. was a great little song. It was a it came with a cute little dance. Mm-hmm. And now I know yeah. it was just a show about two lesbians. Yeah, it must be. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I also liked Nick at Night a lot yeah. as a kid, which, you know, I, there's something weird there because like, I feel like, I don't know if your parents did this, but my parents were very like, like they were like impressed that I liked Nick at Night. They were like, oh, she's good. She <laughs> likes, she likes good television but like i still you know like it was like a point of pride that i could like enjoy yeah yeah uh the the rustic and and civilized humor Mm -hmm. of lucy yes Uh, (laughs) shoveling chocolates into her mouth like the good old days and not wearing a silly pizza on her face like right (laughs) (laughs) you know i it was just like was this weird thing where i felt like like adults were proud of you for yeah good night i could see that i feel that yeah. way i really liked turner classic movies oh that throughout I my childhood not. and i i got i felt like i got a little bit of that feedback yeah yeah, yeah. i could never i can never get into the older like the old classic movies classic tv gets me yeah movies but not so much movies no not so yeah. much i could see very different appeal yeah Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your approval. Uh, All right. Fuck, Mary kill. Oh, God. (laughs) We have to be careful with this one because they're kids. Well, I won't do that. Okay. The. (laughs) Hold on. Wait. Yeah. The monsters from Ah, Real Monsters. All of them? All of them. This is a collective. We're doing multiple shows. Okay. Stu from the Rugrats. That's not even Snick. That's Tom. Yeah, it was. Just the dad? So it's like <laughs> six monsters. Yeah. Or a dad. <laughs> Stu. Or, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. No. You need to get your fucking shit together right now. What <laughs> even is this mess? <laughs> It's real bad. It's real bad. Oh, the the mom with the plate in her head from Pete and Pete. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm what, running, I don't know what she I'm looked like. Running frequently. She looks. She was. A, she was a Betty. All right, I'll take your word for it. She and she and she could pick up radio, which I think is very saucy of her. Um. Yeah, I am out. That is it. All right. Here's mine. Okay. (laughs) The dog version of Eddie McDowd. Okay. The mannequin playing tennis that they turned into Alan Strange's father. (laughs) (laughs) And the big ear of corn. The big ear of corn. (laughs) Oh, my God. The big ear of corn. Wow. Oh, phenomenal. Um, I, of course, marry the big ear of corn. Nice. Uh, it will provide. I, <laughs> um, I kill Eddie McDowd. Okay. And what was Can the you third fuck one? that mannequin? 
You That's glitched. Like, oh, I said, and you fucked the mannequin. Yeah, I fucked the mannequin. That I feels mean, like the know. right choice. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what we're doing anyway, so. Okay, same lineup minus Big Ear of Corn. Instead, Keenan and Kel's boss at that 7-Eleven <gasps> they work at. Oh, right. Then in that case, I... <laughs> I marry Eddie McDowd. Okay. Because I'd like to have a dog around, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, and I would kill their boss. He was always getting in their way. Sure. <laughs> and I still <laughs> fuck the mannequin. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> I think this is a fair answer. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Good. I don't think I can think of any other adults. <laughs> no, there's I literally like was racking my brain and it's pretty much that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty much the end of the list. But I think uh, it's, but I think okay. we can do cartoons. So Henry and June. Henry and Henry June. Henry and June are adults, yeah. They're not, but they're cartoons. <laughs> um Henry and June. What the fuck were the other cartoons we've been talking about? Uh, the himbo from from Action League now. Oh, yes, and Prometheus. Prometheus. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I kill Prometheus. Okay, you know he's he's just mean to Bob. He is mean to Bob. He's mean yeah. to Bob, and also like find another planet, get out of sure. here, get out of here. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I don't know. Henry, what was it? Henry and Jude, and what was the other one? The uh, strong action league. Oh now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Action league now. I marry the himbo. What? Yeah, that's wrong. No, it's 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 right. No, it's wrong because oh. Henry and Jude are so funny and smart to hang out with, and we want to have to like talk to that himbo all the time. I bet he's super supportive. He's just not very smart. That's fine. That's not all that's valuable in the world, Avalon. Sometimes well, emotional intelligence is what's more important. I don't think there's emotional intelligence either. That's that's a requirement. That's 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 what's there. All right. Well, since you said Rugrats, fuck Mary Kill, Angelica's mom, mm-hmm. Phil and Lil's mom. Oof. Dee All right. Kill Dee Dee. Okay. Yeah. Dee Dee. She's just not. She's not bringing anything. Not bringing anything to the table. <laughs> uh, Stu, at least I can relate to. His, he's yes. frequently having mental breakdowns. Yes. Dee Dee, she just seems very baseline. Um, I could not marry Angelica's uh, mom, though. Too, oh yeah, she's a lot. Too, too, too much. Yeah, but I would get it in. Yes, you know. Uh, and then, uh, and then I would marry um, uh, Phil and Lil's mom. Yeah, I don't know her name, but yes, I don't either. But she's she's powerful. All right, fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. Chucky's dad, Stu. I guess Angelica's dad. I don't remember Phil and Lil's dad. 
uh, immediately married uh, Chucky's dad. Okay. Sad guy energy. Sure. Love it. Totally, totally into it. Yes. Uh, fuck Stu just to give him something to live for. <laughs> like... <laughs> anything to to give him hope yeah uh and what was the third one i guess i killed angelica's him. dad yeah oh yeah yeah whatever yeah, kill him. He, he he failed so i would <sighs> i would definitely marry Stu because i want to spend the most time with him i might fuck angelica's dad <laughs> and kill chucky's dad and i know that's no! awful because then chucky has lost two parents that's awful. I know, but you know, and he seems so sad. He like is sad, just... and that's kind of why. <laughs> oh, you could just cuddle him. No, because Diana hears what's gonna happen. Oh, You're gonna, gonna try to fuck that guy, <laughs> and he's gonna start crying. Great. The last, the last woman he was with is his dead wife, and it's just gonna be the worst. Yeah, for like a while. But, but we could get through that. No, I mean, I'm just here to fuck him. And it's not going to. It's probably not oh, going to happen. True. Yeah. So he has oh. to die. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we're getting married. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Phenomenal. We haven't played FMK in such a long time. What an, what an episode to bring it back on. All right. Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, I would. Uh, well, first of all, Rocco was a sex hotline operator. Yes. So I feel like he knows vaguely what he's doing. Yeah. I would like to see how that works in application. So I'd fuck Rocco. Um, I. Oh, God, this is difficult. If it's I not would, clear, it's Heifer and the Turtle. Yes. I. I think I would marry Heifer. Kill the Turtle. What are your choices? I don't think you know what marriage is. Marriage is like the thing that you want to spend time with that person. Yeah, I think that Heifer's fine. You know, he's he's disgusting. They're all disgusting. <laughs> this is Rocco's <laughs> modern life. They're all Rocco's gross. not disgusting. Rocco's very disgusting. No, he's not. And I he's... would marry Rocco because he's the least disgusting. Mm. I would. And then it, it comes down to like, who could I tolerate fucking just once? And would it would be the turtle. To, it would be the turtle, but really, I want them both to die. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Hopefully, you can set some sort of trap, and the turtle will die after. I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a sex-related trap? Yeah, you know. Yeah, like uh-huh. you just. Poison the condom or something. I oh, the condom is <laughs> sure. what I poison. All right. Well, I'm glad that I'm having safe sex with this turtle. <laughs> yes. It, it hadn't fuck, occurred to kill. me that I would need to, but you're right. In, in fuck, marry, kill, we always we always wear a condom. Best best practices for safe sex. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the character that I don't know how to fit into fuck, marry, kill, but I want to acknowledge, and it is the headmaster. In all real monsters, yeah. What was why going on you, there? Why do you want <laughs> that in? Because it's a sex icon. 
It's true. Yeah. It's very true. Well, just it. The answer is whatever, <laughs> whatever they are a part of the it's it's fuck. OK, correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you yeah. for 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 sticking it out, allowing me to to bring up what I am going to say is on par with tsunami. Well, it's different. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I'm sorry. I wasn't going to say anything. Tsunami is an after school week night. Two hour block. Snick is a Saturday night. Two hour block. These are apples and oranges. Nothing could be more different than Tuesday afternoons and Saturday nights for children who have nothing to do. <laughs> I, you know, I do. I do think it's different. I know that you're right. I'm just trying to find something equivalent. I know you're trying to, you're trying to relate to me and you can't. I know I can't. I just can never get there. Um, But this is the closest thing I had, which was. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, And thank you real quick to our patrons. I would like to say. Uh, thank you to Paul, to Robert, Chris, Nuance, Zachary, Ray, Daniel, the Damsels of Dorkington, uh, Jessica, Celeste, Joseph, Zachy, and Tom, Kiwi, Ren, Megan, and Jean Mystery. <laughs> thank you especially to Jean Mystery. <laughs> Indeed. Um, what are you doing after this, Avalon? I'm going to take a shower because I exercised many hours ago and never had the opportunity to shower, and I am gross. <laughs> You're gross like like Rocco's modern life yes. right now. Yeah, if you were to zoom in, it would be just like that. Good. I'm very glad. I am going to have another glass of wine and then pass out because it's work in the morning. Work in the morning, even though it's morning right now. You can find all of our Femsplained content either on patreon.com slash Femsplained. Twitter, you can find us at Femsplainedcast. Instagram, you can find us at Femsplained Podcast. And you can check out superdillon.com slash Femsplained to find the guest form and all of the different places where you can listen and connect with us. Awesome. You can find and follow me, Avalon, at A underscore cat attack on both Twitter and Twitch. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and all the places at Super Dylan. And that is D-I-L-L-I-N. Awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Bye. Bye.